0: Warning, the Grow Your Salon Fast Show contains content that may offend. The hosts don't care. If you want to grow your salon fast, keep listening and find out more at www.thegrowyoursalonfastshow.com. But for now, here's your hosts, Vagar Svanberg and Kat Smith. Hello, and welcome to the Grow Your Salon Fast Show, episode number 99. Um, Do I have Kat with me?
1: Yeah. I do. Oh, do you do? You oh. do. 99 ninety nine. Isn't there an ice cream? An ice
0: cream. But isn't I don't they okay? know. They call it ninety nine.
1: Yeah. I'm not that familiar yeah.
0: with English ice creams. I
1: don't know why.
0: Maybe it was because it was ninety nine p or something. I don't know. I have no I idea. idea. I mean, oh, you have the same concept, don't you? We have um, we have the crown ice because we have the crowns, okay. the, the money. So we have a crown yeah. ice, and you yeah. have a ninety nine p, probably. Probably the same thing.
1: Probably. Don't know. Same but different. It's quite expensive for an ice cream. Hmm.
0: Oh, well, <laughs> anyway, don't
1: got a, it's got a flake, it has a flake in it. You know, the flake chocolate sticking mm-hmm. out of the ice cream.
0: Okay. Do yeah. you eat much ice cream?
1: I say just eat the flake. Um, I do, but I've just recently found a really cool recipe for an ice cream that is high in protein and low in sugar, which is quite good. Uh, and um, it's quite a genius, really. Mm-hmm. So you get some ripe bananas and you chop them up and you freeze them. Uh-huh. Um, and maybe some ma- mango and pineapple and, and that and freeze them as well. And then you get uh, 100% Greek yogurt with, you know, the nice fatty stuff, which has got nice high fat but low sugar, low carbohydrate. <laughs> <laughs> you like the fatty stuff, don't and you? Then you? I like the fatty stuff. Uh, and then um, you take that and you get your frozen fruit and you put it all in a bowl and you blend it, blend it, blend it, blend it. So it goes yep. all... Uh, like hard like ice cream mm-hmm. and then you put it back in the freezer for a little bit and then you've got ice cream
0: oh cool and you- it's
1: so good so good you can have it for breakfast because it's your perfect perfect macros for a breakfast that's fruit and yogurt ice so you cream for breakfast a little bit breakfast. of carbohydrate you got all your protein you got your fats and you can give it to your kids and say this let's have ice cream for breakfast and you can feel guilt-free
0: or you could take cool it. You could bring it to your take it with you to your salon or clinic and clinic and serve your customers if you want to your clients.
1: Wow, I'd totally turn up to a clinic that ice well, cream. Well, wouldn't like
0: you? It. There's a reason people serve I would. alcohol. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah,
0: imagine that.
1: And it's so tasty.
0: Yeah, a wine yum. and an ice cream. What better way yeah, is there cream. to start a day in the salon and clinic? Yeah,
1: yum. Anyway, what's your what, favourite type of ice cream?
0: Uh, probably something chocolatey, because uh, uh, that's what chocolate. I like. Something bitter, bitter,
1: something bitter, bitter.
0: bitter? No chocolatey. Dark, cho- dark
1: chocolate, chocolatey.
0: Diet chocolate-y. chocolate. chocolate. No, just chocolatey. no, no. What? Diet chocolate.
1: Is that what you said? No. Oh. Dark. As oh. A high dark cocoa chocolate. content chocolate. Well, I like it. I, liked I like the sugar. It doesn't taste. Doesn't. Oh, okay, yeah, sure. I
0: like the sugary chocolate. Okay. So. <laughs> anyway.
1: Enough about ice cream. <laughs> so
0: last week oh, yeah. you had a power outage in the pit, uh, and what's uh-huh. uh, happening now?
1: Um, at the moment, nothing. But we just pl- we are uh, packing up our suitcases. We're not leaving the pit for good. But we are off to New Zealand for a little holiday.
0: Oh, you so are, are on holiday all, our win- all the time.
1: Winter woolies. Oh, true, but this is proper holiday, this is getting on a plane and going somewhere holiday. Uh, yeah, we're heading to New Zealand for three weeks, it's going to be, it's winter time there so we have to dig out all the winter clothes, uh, which is fun because my daughter has grown since we were last in the winter clothes and mm. we have to have a whole new round of shopping for her.
0: And you can't you can shop... Pain in the butt in the pit, can you? You'd have to wait until we come to New Zealand. Not
1: really well, because it's all got uh, summer stuff out here.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, so that's what we're doing. So we, my husband, Mr QV, he is turning 50 in July. So we're having a big reunion in New Zealand yeah. for him. You're getting old. Stop it.
0: <laughs> Just kidding. So have you ever swallowed a fly?
1: <laughs> yeah, I have.
0: Have you? <laughs> I remember one time I was at uh, a mountain bike race and one of the guys, he was uh, about 10 kilometers from the finish line uh, cycling down a very steep hill really fast and then a bee came flying and stung him in the throat and it turns out that he was allergic. uh, So his throat started swelling and since this was relatively close to the finish line there were no medical Mm, aid or anything like that uh waiting for him so he just had to make the sprint of his life to get to the finish line so he actually stepped on it yeah cycled to the finish line as fast as he could Uh, i don't know if he broke in the records but he drove (laughs) straight (laughs) to the (laughs) He,
1: he, there is paramedic
0: ah, Yeah,
1: imagine the, the panic he ah, cycled
0: wrong, straight into wrong, the tent and they they oh took God. a sh- they, put in, they gave him an adrenaline shot directly into yeah. the throat, throat
1: into the throat mm. that's um, it's interesting because I've got a couple of B stories so one is that when I was about be 10 or 11 11 I think I was I it's was really important. You to have to. You have
0: to know exactly whether you were ten or eleven. It's a
1: Do you know what? Because I was thinking about what happened afterwards and what year I was in at school. It must uh-huh. have been when I was eleven. <laughs> That's how quick that thought went through my brain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I was cycling to the supermarket to get something for my mum for uh-huh. dinner. Our dinner, and I. Uh, I wear glasses. I've worn. Um, I have really poor eyesight, and I've worn corrective lenses since i was four years old um and back back in the day obviously when i was 11 i wasn't wearing contact lenses i had glasses on and a bee flew as i was cycling bee flew underneath and got oh, stuck underneath my glasses yeah. on one eye and it stung me no. under my eye yeah and i'm oh. i'm quite severely allergic to bee stings um, so i panicked and cycled home as fast as i could probably like your guy on the mm-hmm. mountain bike probably wrote, broke some land speed record um, and my eye completely closed up, so it was massive. I had this massive, great cool. um, lump. Yeah, <laughs> 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 I couldn't see out awesome. of it. It was all disgusting. Awesome. Yeah, but as, a, as an 11 year old, so I remember going to pick up my sister from school the following day. And all the little kids go, "Hey, yeah. oh, what's happened to your yeah. eye? Oh, you look a, like a, a pirate. Pirate. Oh, you look like a monster!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that kind of
0: thing.
1: So what kids love that.
0: Care. Well, it was kind of a yeah. You got you got a bit of a um, you got a bit of a street cred, didn't you, from having that?
1: Yeah, yeah, totally.
0: Yeah.
1: And the second, so the second B story, and this is my one of my favourite vomit stories. Ugh. Do you have a vomit story? Everyone's got a vomit story, and your vomit story is always great to bring out when you're you're having drinks with people. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So it's a little bit of a long one, but I'll try and condense it down. So I was in uh, Australia, and I was working um, with my boyfriend at the time, and turned out to be my husband later. Uh, And we were working in for my husband's uncle in a Mm flower shop, and I had to get from one side of the city to the other side of the city. And he'd gone before me and he'd taken the van and taken all the flowers. And I had to stay and do something, I can't remember what it was. So I said, well, I'll just take the train mm-hmm. and I'll meet you mm-hmm. at the other side. So I got down to the train station. It was a super hot day, it was the middle of summer, so it's probably 40 degrees. Bought myself a can of lemonade and I sat on the platform waiting for the train. And I took a sip of lemonade and there was something in the lemonade, Ooh. it was something quite feeling round yeah. or something. And then I felt this sting in the very top of my mouth. Ooh. You know, the soft palate yep. part? Yep. I, mean, I felt this, like a fire going, cracker going off of my mouth. And I spat out the lemonade and there was a bee in it. Ooh. So a bee had gone into the can as I was drinking. Yeah. And it stung the roof of my mouth. And of course, knowing I was allergic, I absolutely panicked. I panicked mm. as much as you could panic. And I was screaming at people to say, I need a paramedic. Mm. But fortunately, there was a little medical clinic right next to the train station. So someone took me there. And they gave me uh, an adrenaline shot and they gave me a sedative to calm me down. (laughs) I was was climbing the walls, you know, because I thought my throat was going to close up. That's, it's quite terrifying, right? So anyway, they gave me a sedative and they said, are you okay with someone? I said, no, I'm going to see my boyfriend. I'm on the train, blah, blah, blah. I said, okay, we just calm down and and that's fine. So I got on the train eventually and I was sitting on the train. It's a long journey, it's about an hour's journey in the heat because it's clickety-clack, 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 and I was sitting there and all of a sudden I needed to vomit Mm. because the heat, the the stress, the lemonade, the sedative they've given me all made me want to vomit, but one of those was an old train that had those slam doors and it had those slam windows, tiny little windows at the top that just sort of fold back. And I thought, well, I'll just go to the nearest window and pull it. Oh, God. Oh, oh,
0: I see what's coming now. You're listening to The Grow Your Salon Fast Show with Cat and Vagard. Remember to sign up for the podcast updates and special bonuses at www.thegrowyoursalonfastshow.com.
1: And as I did, it all blew back in. Yeah. And landed on the woman next to me. Ugh. (laughs) And all over the floor and I was so, I was so embarrassed, but it was, you know, it was just lemonade, it wasn't anything But how did she take it? (laughs) Well, still, she was so lovely, she said, oh, it's okay, it's okay, and I was trying to wipe it off with Mm. my hands and these young guys came and gave me their towel and I tried to start wiping up the floor with the towel, they go, no, don't wipe the floor, just wipe yourself (laughs) I was, I just got off at the next station, I just couldn't face anybody else after that. I think that, I was, isn't that a reaction, thing. by the way, when
0: you- so that, I rang
1: my boyfriend, I said, come and get me.
0: <laughs> you said you got this reaction of, you know, almost climbing the walls. Isn't that a defense reaction from the body as well? Because uh, adrenaline is released into your bloodstream, so it's kind of a self-defense thing
1: mm.
0: as well, yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Um, Uh, The reason I asked you Uh, digress
1: into swallowing flies.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's fine. The reason I asked you about about this. There's 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 an expression that you should stop swallowing flies, meaning that just not don't just stand there, do something. Um, Oh, is
1: this a Norwegian expression?
0: mm, I think it's global. If you told someone stop swallowing uh, flies, they would know what you meant, wouldn't they? Get on with no. it. Stop. Okay, maybe.
1: If you don't, st- you're standing there with your mouth open. You catch a fly or something. Yeah.
0: Okay. Anyway. Yeah, maybe. Anyway, um, uh, uh, we we know Dan Kennedy. The listener might not. We mentioned him a few times. Uh, he's a world famous, uh, successful uh, copywriter, and he's built many many big businesses over the years. But he once said,
1: multimillionaires. Yeah. He
0: once said that your ability to deal with failure. Will uh, determine how much you get to deal with success, uh, and I just wanted to talk a little bit about failure today because I'm a big MacGyver Scurry. fan. I'm a big MacGyver fan.
1: I love MacGyver. Yeah,
0: I and love- in one <laughs> of the
1: MacGyver.
0: in one of the episodes, they got this uh, EMP weapon. They to to use that weapon, they need to charge a big battery, a battery for a magnet or right. something, and. Yeah. The bad guy says, uh, the first bad guy says that they should use the high voltage regulator to charge it but that that's too risky. And then bad guy number two says that nothing is as risky as certain failure. And it just made me think about this thing about where you, where you are so paralyzed about failure that you you do nothing. You, you stand there swallowing yep. flies. But you do nothing because yeah. you're so afraid of failure. Like those bad guys, they really wanted to use that weapon, but they were afraid to because you know they couldn't charge Just it because doing. it was too dangerous. Yeah. But they, they did anyway, because you know if they hadn't, that would have been a failure. But if they if they did it, at least they had a they had a
1: chance. Had a chance. Yeah. 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 But because they're bad guys, they're going to fail anyway, aren't they? Because they're the bad guys. Of course. Because it's MacGyver. Was going to win. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, They yeah. should have known them to start with.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. MacGyver solves everything. Uh, and but uh, yeah. uh, it's a, it's its a chewing lesson, chewing worth, it's worth thinking about because uh, I know so many, I, I recognize that myself as well. You can get so so caught up with the potential downfalls that you get you are too afraid. You, you just stand there. You don't do anything. You just stand there swallowing flies, waiting for uh, you know things to, to sort themselves out rather than actually taking action and doing something because you're so afraid to fail.
1: Here's a question for you, though. Do you do you actually recognise that, that you're too scared of doing something? Or do you just stand there and you just don't know what to do, but you don't actually recognise it as a fear of failure?
0: I do now, but I didn't before, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, I just... Uh, well, I guess it depends on what it was. But I mean, simple things like you mm-hmm. you want to do something, say you want to do some marketing or you want to hire, hire someone. That's a good example. You've got loads of yep. work. It's just you or you're just a couple people. And then you see that sometime in the near future, I need more manpower. So you consider hiring someone, but then you're too afraid about doing it because you can see the expense side as well. And you don't know, will, will I get the right person? Uh, will I be able to get more work so they can, you know, fill their books and appointments and, and the rest of it. Uh, and that failure might make you, you know, not hire someone or not go through the process. You might not yeah. even start the process. You might always not, you might just, you know, dismiss it before you even Delay interview it. Delay someone. It. Delay yeah. It. yeah. And as we've talked about many times before uh, with hiring, for instance, is that you should, pro- you should always be on the lookout for people. You should always build a database yeah. of people because that means that the day you're ready to go, at least you know whom to contact. So the process is kind of short. You know you've yeah. got five or six good guys you can, you can talk to so you're prepared but the fear of failure makes you do nothing. You just dismiss the whole thing before you've even, uh, you even started the process. And that goes with many things. It goes with you know employing people, it goes with marketing and sales. You're afraid to run a, a, a sales or marketing campaign because you think it will bomb, but everyone around you tells you that it will bomb. This won't work, uh, yeah. so people around yeah. you, yeah. Have you ever experienced that that kind of fear of doing something because you're afraid to fail and then people around you would laugh at you or you would lose money or or some other consequences
1: um I've never been worried about what other people think and that's just the way I'm wired so that never happens but and that's that's probably quite handy but I have stopped doing things or not or delayed things a lot and I don't think it's this is why I ask the question is it a fear of failure or is it just that I'm being lazy or is it I'm waiting for something else to happen or I don't know how to proceed or I don't know what I'm really doing and what the end product should look like that's when I get delayed and sometimes I sit there and think oh what if it's going to cost too much money Mm -hmm. that's probably the only times I'm really delayed on things it's like how much money is this really going to cost me can I afford to do this and can I I recoup the money as quickly as I think I can Mm -hmm. And that's that's my that's my fear. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: I've got a similar but, fear at the moment, as you know. I'm going to refurbish my house. have about <laughs> <laughs> Have I heard?
1: No, but have I'm looking heard. at I'm, I'm doing heard, the budget, guys this house. I'm
0: talking to mm-hmm. you know people getting prices for equipment and services and the rest of it. i made a budget, but I, but my fear is will my budget hold or will I break will I break the bank? You know, because there are limits to how much you can pay. Will you risk that, you know, the whole project gets too expensive so that you'll only get two thirds done and then you'll be left with one third that you can't really afford to fix or finish? Or, uh, you know, will the entire place end up looking like shit? Or will I come across some unforeseen (laughs) things? And, you know, all that can make you put things off for a very long time. But what I've learned over the years, that you know, as soon as I just... Uh, uh, that I can I can do something I can do some I can take some small steps I can I can check um, I can make progress uh, in the project by checking out the various variables and try to kind of um, uh, uh, work out the details before I decide whether to go or not but I mean if you just dismiss it before you even started you can never know and I think that's a problem for many is that they are too afraid of at some point you have to to take a little risk and then you can do things to reduce the risk you can try small first etc but you have to keep moving I can see in the um, there's a debate now for uh, people doing uh, for nail clinics or nail salons they there are there are many nail salon owners looking at the market and seeing what's happening because small nail salons are popping up everywhere, people are doing it at home and it's really watering out the whole market so they are, you know, should I just sit still in the boat or should I actually do something and try to acquire new skills offer other kinds of services uh, that kind of stuff to survive and if you sit still and just hope for the best maybe you'll just, you know, go down with the boat because you're too afraid to try something else yeah, true. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So just give it a go. Give it a go. Give it a go. Give it a go. Stop swallowing flies. Um, and whilst you're there, if you need help with that, you need a kick in the right direction or you need a big, fat, square boot in your pants. Uh, all you need to do is head over to- A square make a boot. With and, uh, a square boot. I'm, I can imagine you also be more rectangular.
0: A square boot? Oh, right. I like a square. Ah, right. So it's not about the shoe. It's about the kick
1: yeah square <laughs> boot in your pants okay <laughs> whatever <laughs> go to www.thegrowyoursalonfastshow.com forward slash dot com no, no dot com forward slash start oh my god should i say that again www.thegrowyoursalonfastshow.com forward slash start yes. take my teeth out put the other teeth in uh, and book in a call and we'll, we'll we'll squarely boot you in the pants and when we're we'll back for next time?
0: Well, for episode number 100.
1: Ooh, 100. Have a big, big celebration for that one.
0: Well, we tried that episode 50 and failed miserably. Baby. So, you know, you know, let's put the bar a bit lower this time and see what happens.
1: Fair failure.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. It's true. <laughs> see you next time. You've been listening to the Grow Your Salon Fast Show with Kat and Vagard. Share and sign up for your podcast updates and special bonuses at www.thegrowyoursalonfastshow.com.